joy, peace, tranquility, vibrancy, and wellness. Isn't this what you want instead of constant stress? That's what host Rochelle Lawson is going to help you with on Blissful Living. There are many ways to reduce stress, some you may not even know about. Doesn't a little peace and tranquility sound like just what you've been looking for? Relax for a few minutes with Rochelle. She's the queen of feeling fabulous. Hello and welcome to Blissful Living. This is the queen of feeling fabulous, Rochelle Marie Lawson. And I have a show that I've been wanting to do for quite a while and it really is going to hit home on some points that I talk about all the time. I've been talking about probably for the last, mm, I don't know, 30, 40 years. I don't know. It's been a long time. <laughs> and to have this guest with us today that actually is a complete synchronicity with regards to the topic we're going to talk about is um, phenomenal. And it's amazing because I get to share her with you to help educate all of you about how you can stay healthy and well. Plus, you're going to receive some nuggets of gold like you always do from every show that you can incorporate into your life immediately, okay? So hang tight. I'm going to tell you a little bit, peek you a little bit about your curiosity with regards to today's show. And I know a lot of you out there, you see a lot of stuff about, you know, eating organically or choosing better food or you know, of course, you always see all the fast food commercials on TV and things of that nature. But I'm going to ask you this question. Do you realize how important proper nutrition is to take in that is for your body? Do you know the importance of that? And you could say, yeah, but do you really, really know the importance of it? Well, hang on, because today's guest is going to share some nuggets of gold with you about um, something that's very prevalent in our society, um, a medical condition, as well as some other nuggets of gold that we really need to bring to the forefront of everybody's mind so that we can together tackle this and go from feeling sick and unhealthy to fabulous and well. So hang tight. Before we get into the guest, I have to thank our sponsors, Blissful Living for You. Blissful Living for You is all about helping you to build and sustain wellness, wisdom, and wealth. A lot of people obtain any of those three, but the thing is you have to be able to sustain them. And some people do things for a little while, and some people do them for a little bit longer, but a lot of people fall off the wagon with that. So if you're having issues around sustaining and building or building and sustaining wellness, wisdom, and wealth, then you need to check out blissfullivingforyou.com. Our next sponsor that I would like to thank is All Day Cable Incorporated, and they are a telecommunications installation company located in the heart of Silicon Valley, They've been around for 30 years, and their specialty is installing voice, data, fiber optics, wireless systems, audio, video, speaker systems, anything pretty much that has to do with the network distribution or the backbones of how we communicate today. 
that is what they do. And they've been around, like I said, for 30 years. So they have sustainability. And their model is they make the right connections the first time because they know how costly it can be to their customers not to have those connections going on in synchronicity. It's a lot of money that can be lost. So if you're in need of a phenomenal telecommunications installation company or you know a company that is, refer them to All Day Cable Inc. at alldaycableinc.com. Okay? Now, let's get on with the show, as they like to say in the big time. Let me tell you about today's guest. Jackie Nelson Walburn is a condition-specific nutrition and lifestyle coach. She was previously a biology teacher and found herself in a downward health crisis with no help in sight and decided to take matters into her own hands and reversed, check this out, you guys, this is important, and reversed 15 different conditions along with her symptoms, taking back her health. She went from feeling funky and sickly to fabulous and well. She has walked the walk reversing chronic kidney disease, fatty liver disease, diabetes, obesity, eczema, allergies, asthma, and more. Even with her Bachelor's of Science in Nutrition, she had to unlearn all the lies taught to her and re-educate herself to the all-new research on food, which is food is medicine. Food is information, leaky gut, and the microbiome, and all health and disease starts in the gut. Using new information, she reversed her conditions and is now doing it for others in her business called Real Health Solutions. And she is here to help you discover how you can take your life back and go from feeling sick, unhealthy, tired, fatigued, unwell, to fabulous, fit, and absolutely well and healthy, or healthy and well. Now, Jackie uses um, what she did was she takes her, your health back. Your health, you take your health back naturally using targeted dietary protocols, foods, nutritionals, and botanicals. And she has a book, Heal Thyself Naturally, and we'll talk more about that in our conversation. So, Miss Jackie, I want to welcome you to Blissful Living. Thank you, thank you. I'm very excited to be here. I am so honored that you chose me to be a guest for your show. Well, I'm very honored to have you because I've been telling people for years, like we were saying before we got on air, that, um, you know, your digestive digestive system is the foundation of how we build our health. And a lot of times people do not understand that. And they think, oh, they just, you know, they need to eat the right foods. or They need to eat healthy. But a lot of people don't even know what healthy is, for one. And a lot of people don't necessarily know what food their body type or their particular body requires them to be healthy. So I want to just jump in because I love how you um, share with me the lies. You have to learn all the lies <laughs> that we are taught that are ingrained in us since the moment we start eating solid food, right? 
um, and you had to re-educate yourself. I want you to share with the listeners just a little bit about your journey with regards to that. Well, it started out when I started learning all the different lies that we were taught. And even in my nutrition program, um, my bachelor's degree program for nutrition, um, I just was having a really hard time trying to believe what they were trying to say was healthy. And even though I did well in my classes, I just had this underlying gut feeling that it really was not correct because I could not meet all of my nutritional needs based on what foods they were telling me I was supposed to eat using the old food pyramid. And, of course, now I find out 40 years later that the whole thing was a farce and made up, and it was a lie. And it's just like, and now, of course, the entire food pyramid has completely flipped on its back um, right. so that everything that we ever knew is now changed. So yes. if everything we, even the stuff that I taught in high school biology in my nutrition unit is no longer valid. And now I'm, I'm feeling bad about the kids that I had because I perpetuated the lie and now it's all changed. And so, but you know, even my kids in my classroom said, you, you can teach us this and we understand and we totally agree with what you're teaching us. When I started teaching them the real stuff, they said, but it's our parents that won't listen. Exactly. So, okay, I said, you know, I, I said I have, to, I have to go out and I have to get the adults now. Yes, and we're going to talk more about that because, you know, children don't necessarily make the decision of what they're going to eat. You know, it, I mean, maybe when they get in their teens or something like that, but at the younger age, it's all, you know, it's whatever your parents give you. That's what you eat. That's what you learn. And so... um it's very interesting that I see <clears throat> an abundance of obese children that I didn't see when I was growing up in the 60s and 70s, um, uh, or even the 80s for that matter. <clears throat> Heck, I want to even say that early 90s, there there wasn't an abundance of obese children. Oh, there's always been, you know, larger kids because everybody has a different body type. But the obesity that I have seen in children have skyrocketed astronomically since I've been in nurse for almost the last 30 years, and it just breaks my heart. And I'll share a quick story with you with regards to that. I was a mom that cooked every, you know, I cooked three times a day. I might cook my kids breakfast. I made them lunch, and I always cooked dinner. Rarely did we go out for fast food because I, I don't eat fast food. I stopped eating fast food when I was a teenager. So rarely did I let them indulge in fast food, right? Um, but, however, their friends' parents was going out to fast food almost every night. They never cooked at home. They never got a home-cooked meal. So when their friends would come over to visit me and I'm cooking all this, you know, stuff, all this, you know, good food, they were like, oh, my gosh, we just want to stay here and eat because they were so deprived of having a home-cooked meal that was nutritious that it almost seemed like a luxury to them. So I want you to share with the listeners. So I want to ask you with regards to that. Um, when you decided or when you realized that everything you were taught growing up with regards to nutrition, even in your, you know, undergrad program in nutrition was a lie, how did that make you feel? Uh, well, very disappointed that, you know, again, they pushed a propaganda onto us that 
did not have scientific backing and that our government took on and our big food lobbyists took on and we started subsidizing the wrong foods and pushing all of these unhealthy things and then pushing, you know, it's it pushing on us, you know, more convenient, more convenient, more convenient, more right. process, more process, yeah. more process. And, you know, even though I thought I was eating healthy um, because I was still following the old paradigm of what I had learned, that's when I discovered that it was all a lie and I felt betrayed. And here I am letting my health is going to pot when I'm doing everything I thought was right. And it was just, it felt like such a betrayal to everything. And it was just, it was very eye-opening to find out that, you know, I never would have thought that that was the case, that, you know, information had been, you know, tainted with and that it had been actually manipulated to fit their own needs, not right. what was actually the truth. And the that's power, part of the problem with science. Yeah, and that's the power of marketing and mega bucks. You can pretty much disseminate any message you want if you have a great marketing team and you have the money to get it out there. And that means if you have to pay off people or whatever the case may be, um, that's just the power of big bucks. And I, I, when I think of another industry, I think of the pharmaceutical industry. But but that's a whole other show. Well, you know, the point the point that your listeners would probably understand in this whole thing, why is it cheaper to buy a hamburger than it is to buy a salad? Right. There, there it is right there. What's the subsidies going towards because of the old food pyramid and what the design was and what they thought we should be eating, and it's cheaper to buy a hamburger than it is to buy a salad. That's where the, that's where the problem lies. Okay, you guys, so did you hear that? Is that piqued your curiosity? Have you ever wondered why when you go into the store it's cheaper to buy a hamburger? But when you want to have a nice salad, you can go to the produce market, the produce market or the produce section in the store. You know, by the time you get what you want for your salad, your salad is costing way more than that hamburger. I want to. I want you to share. Can you explain what you mean um, by the lies? And I know there are six major. Basically, I want you to share the six major lies that we've been taught to believe, and uh, and it's time for these lies to be exposed. Okay, so the biggest lie is the old food pyramid. Um, when I went through my my degree program in nutrition and what has been in all of the textbooks and everything else through school when I was teaching and everything else, the old food pyramid put grains on the bottom. You were supposed to eat 6 to 11 servings of grains a day and three vegetables, three to five servings of vegetables, two to three servings of fruit, and then two to three servings of milk, two to three servings of protein, and then fats and oils were all the way on the top to be used sparingly in the old low-fat craze. Now, of course, the food pyramid has been almost completely turned over. So this food pyramid was designed based on one guy who was doing a world search for the healthiest people and looking at their diets, and it started out, the study started out with 40 countries but when they didn't meet his expectations for the conclusions he wanted, he threw out those countries so that his 40-country study turned into seven, including the United States. And right. this, is what, this is where the food pyramid was based on and why they started then the government stepping in and telling us this is how we have to eat to be healthy. 
I couldn't eat six servings of grains a day if my life depended on it because it just made me fat. And slowly but surely, even though I wasn't eating that much, it just gave me all sorts of health problems or exasperated health problems, turning me into obese and diabetic and so on and so forth. So the food pyramid is the biggest lie because that is what everybody's been taught for like 50 or 60 years. Yeah, has I think been. It's, the first, it's one of the first things you learn is I remember being in kindergarten and seeing the food pyramid everywhere. You know, exactly. So that's the first big lie. Okay, what's number two? Number two, antibiotics. Now, we've been told all our lives that antibiotics are the best thing since, since sliced bread, which now we know isn't that good for you. Um, but <laughs> antibiotics... They never, they never, they didn't look in, they knew that it was curing chronic or acute diseases. When you have a bacterial infection, the best thing to do is to take an antibiotic. And they thought it was like the cure-all for everything at one point, and they were giving it away like candy for everything with no idea what the long-term consequences of using this drug would be. And now with the discovery of the microbiome, they're finding, they're figuring it out that the whole reason we have chronic diseases is because of the antibiotics we use that killed our microbiomes off so that we no longer have our defenses and our whole bodies are starting to fall apart because of it. Wow. You know, that is um, super powerful. And I want, I want to reiterate that for the listeners. The listeners out there, I can attest to what she's saying um, when I first started my nursing career eons ago, antibiotics was really, it, they were prescribed, but they were prescribed uh, for bacterial infection, right? And sometimes they weren't even prescribed if the person was, you know, developing symptoms that um, the body was basically getting in battle to fight the bacteria, right? Because sometimes... You don't need an antibiotic all the time because your body is amazing and it is an amazing healer if we just let sometimes it do its work. As my nursing career progressed, antibiotics was being handed out like candy for almost like the whole opioid crisis, another show, but the whole opioid crisis <laughs> that we have today. I, I, you guys, I'm, 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 I'm a witness to this. People would come in. And they have a cold. The cold is a virus. An antibiotic's not going to do anything, or their kids, or whatever. And so we have this problem where we have all these now mega antibiotics, and they just keep getting stronger and stronger because they've been handing them out like candy that they don't work. And the bacteria and all that stuff becomes really smart. And just like everything else, it might it um it it changes. It changes and develops, right? It becomes smarter, so to speak. So that's why we have MRSA. MRSA didn't exist years ago. It does today. So pay attention to what she's saying. She's laying some real stuff here, and I'm going to let her share number three. What's number three? Well, actually, I want to I want to continue back a little bit on the antibiotic okay. problem um, because yeah. it only kills bacteria, not viruses and fungus. Um, fungus have actually become a very huge predator of us. Um, they have adapted into our bodies, and they you can find that they are actually at the root of a lot of stuff. 
is having candida overgrowth in the body and other fungus and molds and things in the body causing all sorts of chronic diseases because when you kill off the microbiome from the from the antibiotics killing off the microbiome you you kill off the things that stop the fungus and and the molds and the candida from growing in your body so now you've lost that ability to protect yourself and you just become a smorgasbord for these other microorganisms that antibiotics don't touch. Wow. Okay. I want you to share. Listeners, I'm going to have her define, just in case some of you out there listening doesn't know what she means when she says microbiome. Can you just share what that definition is for the listeners? Oh, fabulous. Okay. Um, actually, they have now decided that they are they have petitioned to have the microbiome to be an actual human organ, a new human organ, because it is three or four pounds of microbes, the microscopic organisms, those are your fungus, your bacteria, and and your um, viruses that live inside your body and on your body that actually have, they actually are, you're only 10% human cells. Mm -hmm. The other 90% are microbes that actually talk to our DNA, that actually read our food and actually communicate to our cells and actually turns on and off our genes. The microbiome does this. And this is where a lot of things come in. When you eat bad food, it feeds bad bacteria in your gut and can and yeast and fungus. And those things turn around and talk to infiltrate your cells and actually talk to your DNA and turn on genes that cause diseases and turn off the genes that present, prevent them. So your microbiome is actually, is actually providing 99% of all of the genetic material that makes up the human body. Wow. So okay, 10% of your cells and only 1% of your genetic material is human. So there you have it. Now you have a definition of what microbiome is because I wanted you to be able to understand when she's using this term, um, everybody can understand now why it's so important to protect your microbiome. Okay, so what is um, line number three? Okay, so next on our list here is wheat. We've all been told that wheat is good for us, it's high in fiber, it's so on and so forth, and actually the answer is, yeah, no, it's all a lie, it's totally, it's totally debunked. Um, Gluten in wheat causes leaky gut in all humans, that is the science research. So leaky gut, again, if I needed to find that, that's when your intestines get holes torn in them, and the contents of your undigested food starts to leak out into your bloodstream, causing an immune response so that your body starts to attack things and causes inflammation everywhere that starts circulating through your body that turns around and causes all sorts of chronic conditions. So wheat is one of the major things that causes leaky gut in all humans, period. End of conversation. It's not a debate. There are other forms of gluten that will also help in this process or contribute to this process, and that includes your rye, barley, oats, corn, and rice. All have forms of gluten in them that actually can cause 
um, inflammation and an immune response in your intestines that can contribute. So these are things that should not be eaten all the time, that should be eating sparingly. And for many people with chronic diseases or chronic conditions, they should not be eating any of these. I did not heal myself until I eliminated all of them. And then my health totally returned and everything went back. I was absolutely flabbergasted. I had no idea. I did not believe it. So I did the experiment on myself to find it was true. Wow. Wow. Okay. There you guys. I'm, first of all, I, I, please forgive me, my beautiful listeners. I did make the disclaimer or tell you that you need to uh, – have a nice place to relax and sit and absorb this information <laughs> as well as get a piece of paper and something to write the nuggets of gold down so that you have them when the show's over. Of course, you can always re-listen to the show as often as you want, but um, I'm telling you to do that now because this is, I really, really want you guys to pay attention to this. this is, even if you do five things or two things, she says, it's just going to make something that much better in your life and in your body, and um, you will you will see changes. So it's really important information, and this information is not shared publicly like it should be because of all the big money that's involved. So um, just sending lots of love to you, and hopefully you are just absorbing this information. Okay, Jackie, what is number four? Number four is cow dairy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know the sub, where the subsidies are going because you can't get away from a sign or, or a commercial or something else out there that says milk does the body good. But you know what? It doesn't. Um, here's what happened. Many years ago, they hybridized our cows here in the United States. And when they did that, they changed the molecular structure of the main protein in milk called casein. Mm -hmm. And when they changed that, it became unrecognizable to the human body. And for most people, for many people anyway, let's say many, this is actually causing an immune response in inflammation. Mm -hmm. Now, on top of that, what are they feeding cows? They're feeding cows things to make them fat and to produce more milk. And so they're feeding them the grains that are a problem for us so that we're getting all sorts of stuff in their milk. So, for example, right. they're, not, they're feeding them your GMO and your glyphosate sprayed, uh, pesticide sprayed grains, and then it's detectable in measurable amounts in the milk that is coming out with us. Plus, these things cause enough inflammation and immune response in the cows that you're actually getting a percentage of pus in your milk. Mm. So you know, I, I saw a video, you know, I saw a video that actually showed that and it just like, it just made me want to throw up. For one, I'm, I'm lactose intolerant, but it took for, it took, uh, Here's something that's interesting. Uh, grew up on cereal and milk, always had problems with my stomach. Always. Always. From every, from, from as long as I can remember, I always suffered uh, with my stomach. 
and I was always drink, you know, always giving the cereal and milk because milk was on that pyramid, the food pyramid, right? <laughs> I mean, it wasn't until my daughter was 10 years old, and she's 25 now, that I accidentally discovered I was lactose intolerant. I'm not lactose intolerant to everything, but a lot of stuff I am. Milk, I figured it out. I once I figured it out, and my whole my whole everything elevated. And I can see people that drink a lot of milk tend or have, you know, eat a lot of dairy, so to speak. I've seen where they are inflamed. You know, they're all they're puffy and, and they're inflamed and, and um and they just don't feel well and they probably don't even know. So I, I totally um don't do lactose. Um but this is something that I want you listeners to pay attention to because if you're having issues with your gut, it could be one of the reasons we're discussing and, you know, maybe process of elimination may help change things because it definitely did for Jackie. Okay, Jackie, what's number five? Wait, wait, wait. I, I'm not, I want to go back to that one real quick. I want to share okay. with your listeners what happened to me because oh, yes, when please. I started going through my journey to figure out, you know, how I needed to correct myself, dairy was the last thing that I wanted to give up because I absolutely love my cheese. And, you know, I was really reluctant, but when I went full on no cow dairy, I switched over to coconut milk yogurt, I switched over to almond milk, I switched over to vegan cheese. When I did that, I lost 30 pounds in 60 days. Wow. No other changes, nothing else. And I have a cast iron stomach. I can eat anything and nothing bothers me. But I had all these chronic conditions. But when I gave up dairy, I mean, I lost 20 pounds when I gave up wheat. I lost 20 pounds when I gave up all grains. I lost 20 pounds when I went ketogenic, when I went lower carbs, and that reversed out my diabetes and stuff. But giving up dairy was 30 pounds in 60 days. I couldn't believe it. I just, I did not want to give up my cheese. I did not want to give up my cow dairy. But the alternatives are actually pretty good. Wow. That is um that is amazing. Again, information, nuggets of gold. Like I said, it might be overwhelming for you to try to do all of this or, or eliminate the stuff we're talking about that you need to do, but you can do it methodically step by step by step. You don't have to eat the whole as we used to say, enchilada. You don't have to eat the whole bowl of fruit in one single serving, you can spread it out over time. And sometimes when you do that, you get an opportunity to get centered and grounded and take a look at yourself and realize the progression you're making towards better health. You can look, you'll be at a point where you'll look back and say, oh, my God, I used to do this, or I used to feel like this, or I used to be way this much. And, and you'll see the progression, and it's so sweet to see this. So, okay, Jack. Oh, yeah. I actually went, I did 90-day cycles. So I did the gluten, I did the wheat first for 90 days. Mm-hmm. And then I did the grains for 90 days. And then I did the keto for 90 days. And then I did the dairy for 90 days. And at the end of one year, not only did I reverse all my conditions, but I lost 90 pounds. Wow. So you can do it in progression to get there. So. You don't have to go all in at once. You can, but it's 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 kind of a hard rope to tow. But right. um, you know, it's just one step at a time. 
So it all can happen very quickly. Um, I mean, a year after being, you know, 50 something years old, a year isn't that long. And, you know, and I just, I am not deprived of anything. I have learned how to make everything healthy now at this point. I have my sweet fixes. I have all my, all my foods and everything else dialed in and I don't miss anything. It's amazing to me that, you know, people talk about, you know, oh, I feel deprived. It's like, no, you don't have to. You don't have to be deprived of anything. I can make pizza. Maybe maybe 20 years ago or something, but not today. When I found, when I discovered almond yogurt um, and uh, coconut yogurt and how about, I loved ice cream, but every time I ate ice cream, I was always having issues. How about? Coconut milk ice cream, cashew milk ice cream, almond. Absolutely. Milk. It's like, oh my God, it's so lovely. You can have you can have everything you want when you um, change the way you're eating and what you're putting into your body. Because as you are realizing, you're putting a lot of stuff in your body that you don't even know. Because you think you're just putting one thing in, and it's filled with a lot of other stuff. So and so delicious actually has a sugar-free coconut milk ice cream that is sweetened with monk fruit. Mm. And it is absolutely fabulous. I, I don't, I'm not missing it at all. I'm not missing regular mm. ice cream at all. It's that good. I mean, mm. for me anyway, it's, you know, your taste buds yeah. change as you start changing your food as well. So ev- now so I just That's take so a sip true. of a soda and I can't stand it. You know, I, it, just, you know, fried foods or something. If I'm, you know, someone else cooks and I'm kind of stuck, I can't even stand it. I just, I won't even touch it now. It's just like, no, it tastes so bad. How did I live on that? Right. It's just well, ridiculous. You, your taste buds have evolved into a healthier contact, right? Remember I was saying, you know, we learn what to eat from our parents when we're little. You know, they're not like sitting us down in classroom style and like, okay, you guys take the notes, you know, and I'm going to teach you healthy eating. <laughs> we just, you know, we just learn from what they feed us, right? And uh, yeah. life, even if it's bad, girl, I can tell you some of the stuff I ate that was so bad. I mean, but oh my God. When I was eating, and I know, and I know you have those experiences. Well. Oh, yeah. I've been there, done that. Yeah, when you eliminate that stuff. Um, I don't know how I became a world-class athlete on what I was eating at the time. I have no idea. Yeah. It, it's, I mean, right. <laughs> exactly. But that was the times we lived in. We weren't, I would yes. say, we weren't as aware. Um, and things weren't like they were. They weren't being tampered with as much as they are today. Okay. So can we go to number five? Yes, yes. Medications. Yes. Okay. So now, first rule of thumb here is, If you have a chronic condition and your doctor prescribes a medication for you, do you actually believe that you are suffering from a deficiency for that medication? That's the question you have to ask. Because all medications, I'm Uh sorry? Say that again for them. You are not suffering from a deficiency of any medication. That's it. All medications are toxic. They all have side effects. That's the toxic side effects of them. And the big thing is that there is a natural remedy for every single medication out there. Many of them are derived from natural stuff, but they have adulterated them to the point of which they are now toxic. Aspirin is a perfect example. 
because aspirin is derived from the white willow bark from the white willow tree and you can yep. buy white willow at at the health food store or at sprouts or whatever you can buy it um and it has no toxic side effects whatsoever but they have synthesized it down to and the artificialness of it to a point of which aspirin actually causes leaky gut it causes intestinal bleeding it causes stomach ulcers it causes um artery bleeding or blood lot blood bleeding inside it tears up your arteries and everything else and causes all sorts of other you know inflammation and diseases for something that you shouldn't have to take it for anyway right. so you can take natural stuff there's natural ibuprofen there's natural um my favorite is for diabetes metformin Mm-hmm. They've actually they've actually done side by side clinical studies and trials using matching metformin against berberine, which is a natural extract of garlics and onions and broccoli and stuff like that. And they mm-hmm. have done them side by side, and the berberine outperformed it with no side effects. Wow! So you know those people. You know if you if your blood sugar is climbing. There's something natural out there that you can take that will bring it back down and heal your body. And berberine has like 20 different um, positive side effects to your body. It helps with cholesterol. It helps with uh, heart disease. It helps with all these other things besides your blood sugar. It's good for your brain. Um, It feeds your microbiome. I mean, it's got all these great attributes to it. It's just incredible what it can help you with. So, I mean, it's, and it, and here yet they're coming up with this medication that's harmful. Exactly. Here's another one. You know all the acid reflux and um, <laughs> that kind of stuff. How about, I'm laughing. <laughs> how, about just, yeah, how about you just tell people to eat a little bit of ginger? Okay, a little bit of ginger goes a long way. You know, it's good for nausea. It's good um, definitely for your di- – it's a digestive, so it will help your food digest. But also it naturally helps with acid reflux or heartburn or indigestion. And it's amazing. I have shared that with people that, girl, were – they you know, they know I do what I do because I have I – have, I can wholeheartedly say that the last time I had any pharmaceutical medication – was when I delivered my daughter, and I'm trying to think what I had. Uh, they probably gave me something during labor. I can't. I should know. I can't remember. But and I may have not had. And I didn't have any, you know, pain medication or anything like that. But I must have had. I, I'm sure I had something. But I'm thinking that's the last time I do not do pharmaceuticals. And even though I worked at a profession, I would always try to give my patients or enlighten my patients with natural remedies that they could do, you know, for whatever they were, you know, maybe having. So and some, and a lot of people were very receptive. So the people I've shared the ginger stuff with, they were, girl, they thought I was crazy until they tried <laughs> it, and now they don't leave home without their ginger. And they know they're doing stuff good for their digestive system, and they're not putting some made-up toxic something system substance in their system that's potentially going to cause something else where they'll need another medication for that. So, yes, 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 preach girl, preach girl about all this good stuff. Well, let, let me add to that. 
of gastric upsets are actually due to a lack of acid in the stomach, not too much. It's a lack of acid. But they tell us it's too much, right? Yeah, exactly. They've they've brainwashed everybody into taking calcium pills and taking, you know, uh, sodium bicarbonate pills in forms of um, Tums and things like that. And uh, actually, that is actually working against them because the problem is there's not enough acid and the food starts to putrefy in your stomach. And this is what's causing the upset in your stomach. So um, I know for myself, I had acid reflux when I first started my journey. And um, in my research, I came across, you know, all these studies that said it was a lack of acid. I started taking digestive enzymes and it went away. And it has never come back. But I take digestive enzymes now with every meal. And there's actually an interesting feedback loop. I don't know if your listeners understand how the cycle of how your body responds to itself um, in a feedback loop. But basically, when you're having problems with your liver and your gallbladder not producing enough bile, then it sends a signal to your stomach to produce less acid because there isn't enough stuff to neutralize the acid when it gets into your intestines. And so there's actually a loop there where it's attached to um, your liver actually having struggling to survive with all the toxins and, and the fat and everything else that's going on, that it starts to clog up your gallbladder with uh, bile salts and things like that that causes you to have your gallbladder removed, cause you to have you know, all sorts of gall- gallbladder issues when actually it's the cycle there which tells the stomach to produce less acid so that it doesn't burn your intestines when it comes out of your stomach. So it's a good, wow. it's a, to take digestive enzymes will actually help with your liver and your gallbladder too. Yeah, and I don't think people, you know, um, completely understand that the digestive system is just not your your stomach and your intestines and, you know, you know, um, it, it's 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 more than that. You know, it actually starts from your mouth, you know, all the way down. But it includes your liver that metabolizes everything that we take in. Your gallbladder <laughs> because it has to produce the bile to allow the met- metabolic processes to you know go. The pancreas because the pancreas has to regulate how much insulin it's going to need to to get either that sugar into your cells or out or whatever, right? It's so much more than that. It's your kidneys because your kidneys have to excrete the toxins that, you know, is metabolized by the liver that goes through. So it's it's a process, and I don't think people understand it, and they're all intertwined with each other. So typically, which is wonderful because typically it's not wonderful, but what I'm saying with it, it, it's an amazing discovery for you listeners is because I mentioned to you in Jackie's bio that she had suffered from several diseases. And check this out, chronic kidney disease. I just mentioned how the kidneys affect the digestive system. Fatty liver disease. She's been talking about the liver and the, and the feedback loopback cycle. Diabetes. Well, that's where your pancreas, you know, that's, your pancreas has to regulate that insulin. And um, obesity which is from all the processes in her digestive system that weren't working efficiently and well because she was, we had fallen into the lies that we were told and, um, and, and it just took havoc on her body. So 
we're giving, not me, Jackie, I'm just helping along, but Jackie is giving some really, really good information. I can definitely say that as someone that's been doing this healthcare stuff for a long time. So hopefully you're taking lots of notes and and um, understanding what she's doing here because she's, you can't pay to get this information. It would cost you way too much. Okay, Jackie, <laughs> well, not only that, but you're doing a fabulous job of connecting the dots and how they're all interrelated with all of the different things that started to fail in my body all at once and how they were all related to each other. So that is fabulous that you were able to connect those dots for everybody. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Okay, so tell us what's number six. Number six is the calories in, calories out theory lie. <laughs> they tell us eat less, exercise more. That is not the answer. That is not the answer. See, what they, what they don't tell you is a calorie is not a calorie. All calories are not the same. Does your body look at an apple and a muffin the same? No. They are the same, they may be the same number of calories, but your body isn't going to treat them the same. So they've tried to remove the nutrition part of it and take it down to the calorie point, and the calorie thing doesn't work. So I can tell you that I eat more calories now than I ever have in my life, and yet I lost 90 pounds because wow. I changed. Yeah, you guys remember that she dropped that on us she was a world-class athlete okay so you know again jackie is you know that's funny because when you said that the context of um yeah an apple and a muffin they may be the same calories but you just share with us during the whole process of our conversation about muffins muffins are made of some kind of grain right that that perpetuates the um the process of the whole inflammatory process going on in our body. So what's going to be easier for your body to digest? Well, your, your body. Natural, right? The your, most natural something is in, when it's in its natural state, like you were sharing the herbs and things. Well, let's, let's actually, let's body. take it down to a bigger, to a bigger, wider, simpler view. Um, yeah. Your body, our genetics and our bodies are actually designed to burn and run on fat not sugar. And this is part of this is why when you're when you're running when you're a sugar burner, you're having to eat sometimes like every 2 hours just to keep your your sugar up so that you don't fall asleep. But if you were running on fat, you can go without food and never feel hungry. Sometimes I have to make myself eat even though I'm not hungry because I don't want to go too far. I don't want to, I need the nutrients. I need the vitamins, the minerals. I need those things. And not eating actually is going to cause a depletion in those things if I go too long. But I can go easily 24 hours without eating anything, without even feeling hungry. Um, because I'm a fat burner instead of a sugar burner. When you okay, run on so sugar, you get hungry all the time. So tell them what type of fat are you talking about? Are you talking about that nice big old fat that's on that steak that gets all, you know, <laughs> it gets all good and you see people pulling that off and they suck it all up? Are you talking about that kind of fat? What well, you know, actually, 
the, the good fats, the healthy fats do include, now this is kind of a debate issue amongst many of the um, highly renowned people around the world, um, whether or not saturated fat is actually bad for us or not. Some people say, no, no, it's very good for us. It's, uh, it's, a, it's full of cholesterol that our body needs to make hormones with, and every cell in our body uses cholesterol to make its cell membranes, so we don't want to deprive our bodies of the cholesterol that it needs, and your body, your liver makes cholesterol from the foods you eat. Um, So it's a question for some people, I think it's a genetic disposition of whether or not saturated fats are okay, but um, your healthy fats are going to be like your extra virgin olive oil, your avocado oil, your coconut oil, your MCT, which is your medium chain triglyceride oils that are derived from coconut oil. Um, Your natural oils that are found in your nuts and your seeds, those are all good oils. You don't want to buy the commercially processed oils that are like corn corn oil, that's bad. Canola oil, that's bad. Sunflower oil, that's bad. It's too processed. It's been contaminated in the process of making it and extracting the oil. They add contaminants to it, so you don't want those. Um, But getting them naturally by eating almonds and nuts and stuff like that is the best place to get your oils, as well as your fish oils, your fresh fish oils. Um, if you're going to do, if you want your omega-3s, there are different sources you can get those. Um, for your any vegan listeners you have, they actually do sell um, an algal version of omega-3s, which, of course, algae is the source of the omega-3s that gets eaten by the fish that then they put into their bodies that that we try to eat to get. Um, Krill oil is good. Calamari oil is good for your omega-3s. I'm not a big fish oil pill person because there's there's so much in the processing of it and so many other contaminants that can get in there, and they actually have a very short shelf life. Um, if I was going to buy fish oil pills, I would check to see what the manufacturer date was, and I would keep them in the fridge, um, just because they do go rancid rather quickly on the shelf. And the stuff you're buying out there has been on, some of it's been on the shelf for a year and has already turned. Um, you can tell, like even olive oil will go rancid in a matter of about 30 to 60 days, depending on the brand. Um, mm-hmm. They say you can tell a good brand of olive oil is to put it in the fridge and it turns hard. If it doesn't, mm-hmm. get rid of it. Um, but you can tell when you first open a bottle of, of olive oil and you smell it and you smell that smell and then after like 60 days, smell it again and continue to smell it each time before you use it. I find that my olive oil goes bad in about 45 days and I don't mm-hmm. use enough of it. Um, so I have found for myself that my avocado oil will actually stay the smelling fresh for up to 90 days. So I have shifted all of my stuff personally over to the avocado oil instead of the olive oil because I just don't use the olive oil fast enough. Um, because that's not my primary, you know, way that I'm getting. But I cook, I cook in coconut oil, you know, on low temperatures. I cook with the avocado oil for higher temperature stuff um, because they have different smoke points, but they are very healthy for you compared to the other ones. The other stuff out there, not so much. Matter of fact, I wouldn't touch it if I could help it. Wow. 
But wow. anyway, back to the calories in, calories out. So yes. Um, yes. if your body is really deprived of the fats that it needs to be able to build your cell membranes and to um, make the cholesterol and, and the hormones and everything else, your body isn't going to use that fat for calorie burning, for, for actual fuel. It's going to use it for other things. And so when your body is deficient of those things, it uses it for that instead of energy so the calories don't actually turn into um, fuel for your body because it's being used for other things. Okay. So, I mean, amazing, amazing, amazing with regards to everything that we've been told um, and how it not really being true to the words that were that were spoken into our precious little ears, right? So it's amazing. And, you, and you know, I want to do make a point. I want to kind of co-sign a little bit with you on the oil. I um, I have this, this you know, I, I practice Ayurveda and I'm a holistic. So I have this um, MCT oil that I uh, put in my teeth. Because I, I, I like awesome. herbal tea, so I drink lavender tea or, you know, I have a bunch, a bunch, licorice, fennel. What you know, I have a bunch of teas, right? I'm a tea, I'm a teaaholic, I guess, but natural, right? And so <laughs> I discovered, I don't even, I was reading something, and I don't know. Anyways, I discovered MCT oil, and so I have a cup of tea in the morning, and girl, I have, if I travel, I have my MCT oil with me because when I put the oil in my tea and I drink, stir it up and drink it, you know. I really am like you. I am. I don't get hungry. I mean, I that will last me from say if I have my tea at eight, seven thirty, eight. That will last me pretty much till four o'clock. And I have to force myself, like, girl, you need to take some nutrition, right? Because I do go to the gym and all that. But but it's 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 you know you would think, well, what you know it's it's and I'm not putting like a bunch in. I'm only putting like a, a teaspoon in, but. It's amazing. Of course, I do omega-3s. It's funny. I had a physical not too long ago, and the girl came, you know, she came out. It was for insurance, right? And so she said, oh, I looked at your age, and it was kind of funny. And I said, oh, I'm, I'm healthy as an ox. And so she started going through her methodical process of doing tests, and she was like, so she was done like in 15 minutes. She did the EKG. She grabbed my blood. She weighed me, blood pressure, you know, everything, right? And she goes, I thought I was going to be here for about two hours. She goes, but I said, well, girl, I told you I'm 29. I'm 29 and holding steady at 29. And she goes, but, and I saw your age, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be there for a couple of hours. She goes, this is the fastest I've ever been, and you're probably the healthiest person I've ever been. And she started asking me <laughs> what I did. It was so funny. So she ended up staying a little longer because I'm tell, I was trying to tell her she was trying to really get, um, on the healthy tip with regards to eating, and her mom, her mom, she was really, her mom had died, you know, like you. She, her mom was a story like yours, but not really willing to um, receive the information. And so she was like, I got to share you with, you know, tell my mom about you. And I was like, oh, well, okay. But it's, it's amazing. Some of this stuff, you guys, it seems like we're just talking off the cuff and we're just two crazy holistic gals that are sharing, you know, words of wisdom. But it works. It really does work. So we are at the end of our show. I will definitely ask Jackie if she wants to come back and disseminate more education on all of us. But, Jackie, before we go, first of all, I want to thank you so much. You gave so many nuggets of gold. Like I'm telling you guys, 
you can't pay to get this information. You've tried. You've done it. If you you go when you go to the doctor every time you pay that copay, you've done it. When you go to the pharmacist every time you pick up your prescription, you've done it. Every time you go to the store and spend money on food, you've done it. You can't get this information by spending all of that money because if you could, you would have had it had it already, and you wouldn't be out, you know, doing all that stuff. So, Jackie, thank you so much. Well, for let's give them, Let's give them one more tidbit. Okay, okay here's go. here's the takeaway. Here's the takeaway. Eat organic, wild caught, grass fed, unprocessed, eight to twelve servings of vegetables a day. That'll get you there. And I know a lot of people will say, but it costs so much money to eat that way. No, when you listen to us and we're not hungry, our food bills are going down. Yes. Our food bills are going down. I My food bill is going down now that I'm eating this way compared to even though I'm spending more money on individual items as far as the wild-caught fish and the grass-fed beef and, and chicken and stuff. Um, and But getting taking out all the processed stuff and everything else and doing all the veggies and stuff, I actually eat less often, so I'm actually not spending any more money. Wow. That's the takeaway I want people because they're all, I can hear, you know, you can hear them and I can hear them in my head. Oh, it costs so much money to eat that way. It costs so much. So much it doesn't. It doesn't. You know, if, you buy, if you buy the organic, you know, meat that doesn't have any, you know, that's just not regular. It's so expensive and, you know, but. Costco. Right. <laughs> right. right. And, you know, you're right. It, it, the food bill does go down. And you're not depriving yourself. You're still feeling full, satisfied, have pretty much can have anything you want. Oh, I love my paleo pancakes. Right. You know, <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? So, um, all right. Okay, so Jackie, thank you so much. So tell them how they can get more of you or get in contact with you or, um, you know, get your book. Oh, we, you know, we need okay, well, we'll make this short and simple. simple. I am out there everywhere. I am on Yelp. I am on Bing, I am on Google, I am on LinkedIn, um, I am on Alignable, I am on every platform that you can find. I'm on Facebook, Real Health Solutions, Jackie Nelson Walburn. Um, it's all out there. It's everywhere. So the website is Real Health, and then I abbreviate solutions as S-O-L-N-S, which is what I learned in chemistry and what I taught in biology is the abbreviation, dot com. So RealHealthSOLNS.com is my website. And then RealHealthSOLNS at gmail.com is my email addresses. I give free email consultations um, for anybody who wants to contact me. Tell me where you are, and I'll tell you where you need to go to get started. I do one-on-one -on -one coachings. Um, I have a book on Amazon called Heal Thyself Naturally. Um, it's a pocket reference guide for all of the natural botanicals, the target foods, and the nutritionals for any condition that you currently are suffering. So that you know, instead of aspirin, you can take white willow bark. Instead of ibuprofen, you can take um, devil's claw. Instead, the, what the homeopathic stuff is, whatever else I've got that I've researched for, this is 15 years worth of research in one book for 12 bucks. I mean, it's, wow. it's fabulous. It's all condensed down, no fluff. It's not a readable book. It's a reference guide. So right. that's easy to find on Amazon.com. Wow. Well, thanks again, Jackie, for 
all the wisdom you bestowed upon us. Oh, this was fun. You, you made it simple and easy to understand and fun. I had a great time. And I want to thank the listeners. Um, hopefully you guys received all these nuggets of gold. And if not, you definitely can get in touch with Jackie at Real Health. S-O-L-N-S at gmail.com. If you want to reach out and communi- communicate with her uh, more personally, you can go to realhealthsolns.com to find out more about her. Pick up her book, Heal Thyself Naturally, on Amazon to have your reference that you, um, you know, put in, keep in your pocketbook when you go to the grocery store, you're out, you know, and have something right there you pull out and say, hey, let me see. You know, you never know. So, again, thank you to all of you for listening. Thank you to our sponsors, Blissful Living for You and All Day Cable, Inc. Please check out the sponsors. I'd um, love to hear your feedback with regards to what you think they have to offer. And um, I guess with that being said, I'm Thank you so much. You're very welcome, Jackie. Thank you. I'm wishing all of you peace to your mind wellness to your body, and tranquility to your spirit as you travel down your path to bliss. Ooh, namaste. (laughs) This is the queen of feeling fabulous, Rochelle Marie Lawson, saying goodbye for now, or namaste. You can find out more about Rochelle on her website, Rochelle Lawson, R-O-C-H-E-L-E, Lawson, L-A-W-S-O-N, or at healthhealingwellness.com. Or just click on her websites from the webtalkradio.net page right in front of you. And of course, you'll want to come right back here next week for another episode of Blissful Living. Thanks for joining us.
You can find out more about Rochelle on her website, Rochelle Lawson, R-O-C-H-E-L-E Lawson, L-A-W-S-O-N, or at healthhealingwellness.com. Or just click on her websites from the webtalkradio.net page right in front of you. And of course, you'll want to come right back here next week for another episode of Blissful Living. Thanks for joining us.